Welcome to Stylist in Your Back Pocket. I'm your host, Hannah of Hannah Lee Style, and this is a podcast dedicated to being both sustainable and stylish without killing the planet, breaking the bank, or sacrificing your style. P.S. If you don't really care about fashion, but you still want to look and feel good, this is totally for you. Hello, hello. We're back, folks. So a friend recently asked me at dinner, which companies are truly sustainable? And I was kind of like, oh, dang, taking it back a little bit. Because, you know, I like to think that I'm super smart when it comes to making choices. And the bottom line is, I don't think we will ever truly know if companies are sustainable. Like, really, I don't think we will ever truly, truly know. You can go by, you know, like I have a whole guide of sustainable brands. And if you want that, give me a shout. But I have a guide of these sustainable brands. And it's mostly we're kind of going on like a trust factor of what they say, which, of course, you know, yeah, you can do the, the math on that one. But I'm thinking in particular two brands, Mara Hoffman and Stella McCartney. Stella McCartney has an entire, I mean, her website, she has a page dedicated to the traceability about cotton, etc. So I certainly think that those brands are two of the two brands that I think of in particular that are like doing really well in the sustainability categories. And their price point is pretty out of touch for most folks. Maybe I shouldn't even say most folks, but it's high compared to a lot of other prices, right? That you can grab at all the places people grab things close from. So back to that question, are any clothing brands truly sustainable? The, the, you know, the answer is like, I don't know. I will never know probably. Um, and that is why I believe in shopping secondhand so much and also wearing what you already own or repurposing it. And there's so many fun ways to repurpose, but back to the secondhand, that's why Again, like I think that's maybe one of our smartest ways we can reduce consumption of new clothing. I truly believe, and I've said this before and I'll keep saying it, that small steps matter. So if you can be more intentional about your shopping versus just like grabbing that blouse during the Target checkout lane or, you know, like Ann Taylor or Loft during your work break, you know, I really believe that cutting down on those purchases if everybody did that holy smokes big difference folks no i did not rhyme like that on purpose just happened for you all and speaking of shopping and brands and all that fun stuff since i have been a pro shopper for over 10 years which is just wild um when it comes to shopping i have found Especially as of late, some folks have shared with me inside of Stylist Your Back Pocket. They have shared that they're shopping out of feelings, right? Which is so not uncommon. Myself, I've even had to like totally deal with this and, you know, learn restraint. And I shared this in the first or second episode, I don't know, about when I started thrifting, it became kind of addicting because I was getting things like so inexpensively and you're like, it's just you know, it's kind of addicting. So when it comes to feelings, folks, here's a quick little tip for you. If you are somebody that shops on feelings, so if you're feeling sad or anxious or stressed or bored, whatever it is, I had this moment, I was 
going thrifting. I was looking for stuff for a client. And of course, I, you know, like picked up a couple things for myself because hard to resist, quote unquote. Again, that is not totally sustainable and in support of sustainable fashion. So anyway, I get to the line and it's like 20 minute line. I'm not even kidding you how many people were there. It was just wild. So I remember standing there and thinking, like, this is totally unnecessary. I don't need any of this stuff. So I got out of line. I put the stuff back to the best of my ability where I could. And I had this thought of imagine every time you went shopping, you had to wait in like a 25 minute line. Would you wait in that 25 minute line? So I'm sharing that with you because maybe you need to also imagine an imaginary line of 25, you know, like 25 minutes. So I think a lot of folks shop out of convenience and using all their feelings, feelings. And that is totally right. Like you're human. That's going to happen. But if I can encourage you to stop shopping from that place, then your wardrobe will become so much easier to wear. And I share this a lot and I keep, I hope to keep sharing this, but the easiest way for you to create a mix and match wardrobe, like something that you can practically get dressed in the dark is really intentionally thinking about your wardrobe and how it all goes together. And that includes intentional shopping. For the most part, I have seen that people, you know, if I'm meeting with them and I'm inside their closet or we're doing the virtual stuff, their wardrobe doesn't make sense because of all the grab and go shopping. And when I say that to people, they have this like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And it does make sense. And I understand, right? Probably because you've never been taught how to shop. But if you really are coming from a place of curating and thinking slowly about what would go together, I promise you, your wardrobe will be so much easier to get dressed in. So if that even helps alone, right? Like thinking of the wardrobe that you you want to get dressed really easily with, if that helps you stop shopping in your feelings, I, I just encourage you to practice that. Or practice that imaginary 25-minute line. Like, would you really wait in line for that $21 blouse on sale? Like, it's not going to make you or break your wardrobe properly, right? Okay, folks, see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.